This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our Friday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do pick up the phone. 800-848-WABC is the number, 800-848-92-TOTO. And you, too, can be part of our Friday Rush Hour. A quick reminder that tomorrow we are here as well, early Saturday morning at 7 a.m. For those of you that want to join us with your First cup of weekend coffee on Saturdays. We begin today with Mayor Adams, who has unveiled a $102.7 billion budget plan. Now, I love the way that this is reported, and maybe you'll hear it the same way that I'm hearing it. Maybe not. Mayor Adams unveiled a $102.7 billion budget plan Thursday that he touted as a roadmap to keep New York City on the right track without spending too much money. Well, that's not too much money. It's only $102 billion. Oh, you know what's tonight? That, uh, that, uh, whatever that, uh, that one is called, that lottery with the bill over a billion dollar purse. The drawing is tonight. I bet you there are going to be lines all over the United States to try to get in on that one. The budget is just a 2% hike. What's 2% when you're talking billions? The police, interestingly enough, are flatlined. They're not getting any increases. They just stay where they are. So crime is soaring in New York. Crime has been soaring, and yet let's keep the, you know, let's not spend a lot more money on policing. I mean, goodness knows we don't need that. And he took issue with New York State Controller Thomas DiNapoli for not putting in the money that's being spent on illegal immigration. Add another billion dollars there or so. Adams is ticked off. He says that money should come from the feds, but it's not. So shouldn't you budget for it? On another note, moving to the national stage, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy today yesterday said he would consider expunging expunging one or both of former President Trump's impeachments. Now, that's an interesting and novel idea. He said he would understand why certain members in the House would want to bring 
a measure forward to expunge the impeachments. And we're going to look at it. That's interesting. You're impeached. You're impeached again. No, I'm not. That could be, I don't think we've ever, we have never seen that in American presidential politics. Should be quite interesting. Your Brooklyn guy, Chuck U. Schumer, Chuck U. is demagoguing Republicans again. Chuck U. says that the Republican agenda is extreme. He said that today for focusing so heavily on investigations. He says American people don't want Congress just to just investigate. What did the Democrats spend the entire Trump presidency doing? We just talked about two impeachments, and they were laughable. The J6 committee, another kangaroo court laughable investigation, biased as it could be. And now Republicans are in, and all of a sudden Chuck U. Schumer says Chuck U. to investigations. American people don't want investigations. Too late, Chucky. And Chuck U., Chuck, you. It's time to investigate. It's time to get to the bottom of Hunter Biden and the Biden family's, how shall we say, financial arrangements, particularly those with the Ukraine and with China. It is time to investigate the FBI, the DOJ, and the other agencies of the government that have been weaponized and used as a political arm of the Democrat Party. It is time to investigate the origins of COVID, time to investigate the misinformation that came from government agencies about COVID. It is time to investigate whether these vaccines are as effective as they were touted to be. And while we're at it, we should also be investigating whether there were any side effects, like maybe sudden death among certain demographics or certain groups of people from said same vaccines. Oh, no, no, Chuck, you. The investigations are just beginning. And Chuck you, Chuck you, if you don't want the investigations, they're going to happen anyway. And there's nothing extreme about it. There's a New York Post article today on inflation. New Yorkers tell painful tales of inflated food costs while grocery shopping. You don't see this in Republican administrations. That's all you see. But in Democrat administrations, you don't see it very often where you get the hard luck stories from people. Anytime there are Republicans in office, if the gas price goes up a nickel, three nickels, four nickels, you have reporters from every mainstream outlet 
hounding every gas station owner. Can we set up in here and talk to your people? Yeah. And then they start crying about how awful it is that people are paying 20 cents more, 30, 40, 50, a buck more for a gallon of gas. But when funny thing, when Democrats take office and the gas prices soar, you don't see those hard luck stories. You don't see people out asking how bad is your life? Aren't you miserable? Immigration. You never see the hard luck stories there. Homeless. You don't see those stories when Democrats are in office. Your reporter dressed in their designer clothes, going up to some homeless guy, asking him how does it feel to be on the street in 20-degree weather. You don't see that when Democrats are in power. When Republicans in power, they can't wait to blame it on whatever Republican they can. Well, the New York Post today got the hard luck story. Some people that are saying, for instance, I used to buy jumbo eggs, but now I buy larger regular ones. Now I mix eggs with tomatoes and potatoes. I would buy bigger eggs and meat every week, but I can't afford it under Joe Biden. Joe Biden's turning America into vegetarians. Eat less meat because you can't afford it. One woman says she's alarmed every day how much it's costing her to put food on the table. She said even Thanksgiving Day was sparse. How sad is that? Even on Thanksgiving Day, on Thanksgiving Day, she couldn't afford the food. It's not just milk and eggs. And that's if you can find stuff. Remember, we still have a baby formula shortage in this country. But even the price of coffee has gone up. Ground roast per pound, December 2020, $4.52. Today, $6.47. Cheese. December 2020, 4 bucks 20 cents today, 4 bucks 66 cents. That's not as bad as the increases in others. Butter. December 2020, $3.50. Well, 53 cents. Today 481. Eggs in December of 2020. A buck forty-eight. Now that same carton of eggs is going to cost you four bucks and a quarter. Even the price of bread has gone up. But most distressing, most distressing, the cost of chocolate chip cookies has taken a hit under Joe Biden. Used to be you could go in the store. Walk out with a bag of chocolate chips for $3.79. Today, that same bag is going to cost you three cents shy of five bucks. Five bucks for a bag of chocolate chip cookies. 
That is the cost of Joe That is the cost of this Democrat administration. Yesterday, I asked America's caffeinated mom, Rhonda Schrock, to write us a small essay. Yesterday, you recall, we were discussing truth, honesty, and the American way. We were discussing George Santos, the reaction to this congressman from Long Island. Today, there's more newspapers just surrounded. There was an article. I didn't bother to print this one, how the Republicans are reeling. They're in trouble because of George Santos. There's a story today from ABC 7 New York. Nassau County legislature, legislators rally against George Santos amid growing calls for his resignation. People don't want him. He told lies. He lied. He lied. Now, all of this I said yesterday, and I'll repeat it again today, is contrary to what the Democrats have been telling us for decades, for almost three decades now. I reminded you yesterday of what happened during the Bill Clinton years when Bill Clinton was using cigars to pleasure an intern. When Bill Clinton stuck that bony finger of his into a camera, I said finger, and that's what it was. He had bony little fingers, and he stuck it in the hand of the camera, and he said, let me just, one thing. I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Now I have to get back to work for the American people. Of course, he lied. He left droplets on the blue dress. Droplets that had his DNA on it. And that lie came crashing down. He was impeached. He survived impeachment. He survived. And it wasn't just... The sex with the intern, by the way. There were so many other things in the Clinton years. But what did Democrats, what did these same Democrats that are out here saying George Santos has to go? What did they say back then? They told us, you people, all this business about character, character doesn't matter. As long as he can do the job What he did with that cigar and that intern is between him and his wife. It's none of your business. But he lied. Oh, shut up with this. Everybody lies. In fact, that's what they ran in some of the newspapers. That lying, in some cases, is a good thing because lying spares you the pain that the truth would bring at times. And others marveled at what a great liar he was. And he could outfox those dastardly Republicans because he could just lie in circles all around them. And then we had the Bush years. And all of a sudden, lying wasn't as popular with Bush 43. He lied about those weapons of mass destruction. He lied. Bush lied. People died. So they went on a reversal tear, and then came Obama. Bush begat Obama, and the lies continued. And once again, we're not going to focus on the lies. 
He's doing good for the country. Then came Trump. Every word in the mainstream press. Without evidence, he says this. Donald Trump falsely says this. But then came Joe Biden. Biden has been lying since he became a public figure. His lies are well documented. And Democrats don't care. But here's Mr. Santos, and all of a sudden, we're supposed to care about lying. I think lying is almost a thing of the past. People don't care. I asked Rhonda to write about that. We're going to check in with Rhonda a little bit and see what she has to say about lying and honesty. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. It is our Friday. If you want to weigh in on lies, the truth, the cost of things in America, anything that we've talked about and things we haven't, 800-848-WABC's number to call coming back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Bachman turned to overdrive. Mr. Bachman, the drummer, is dead. We got word of that today from his brother. This, of course, their most widely known hit. Taking care of business. Remember, Catching Night comes up after this show. You know, we have so many calls. I think what we'll do is check in with Rhonda tomorrow morning. We'll tease it. We're going to talk about lies tomorrow morning and honesty. I asked Rhonda to come up with an essay for us about honesty and lies. And I want her to read it. I don't want to read it to you. They're her words. I want her to read it to you. So we'll do that tomorrow morning. America's caffeinated mom, Rhonda Schrock. That'll be tomorrow. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna say hello, Rhonda. Hi there. Yes. Are you, okay. Are you well, gonna do this thing in the morning for us? I will absolutely do it in the morning for you. I I can weigh in on the price of eggs. Tell me <laughs> what's going. Tell me. Wait a minute. You just had four. Bo- you had four men in your house. I did you, for two for two weeks. <laughs> and you had to feed them all. I did. Um, our oldest son. Alone is a seven agger. We call him the seven agger because he can evaporate seven eggs in one sitting. So I sat down actually, and I made the mistake of running the numbers, and we were burning through one and a half dozen eggs for breakfast alone. 
So I think every hen in a five-mile radius <laughs> was weak with exhaustion, praying <laughs> that my herd here was going to thin out because their little feathered colons were pretty much burnt out. I'm telling you, that sticker shock is a real thing. Well, how about the other stuff when you go shopping? <laughs> I mean, the story from the Post was just about New Yorkers, but oh. this is going on all over the country. It is. I mean, my friends are complaining about the price of eggs right now. Um, everything, everything is higher. And I don't know if you've seen the stories that are coming out lately about how they're um, preparing to inject, uh, is it the mRNA, gene-modifying uh, mRNA substances into animals. What are you talking about, baby? Do you have what, what you, what you, stuff? What, Epoch Times, I believe. What you, what you, what you talking about, baby? <laughs> they're getting ready to put. Wait this. a minute. What you, wait a minute, baby. You telling me that they're getting ready to put some virus stuff? They're getting ready to inject animals that you eat. I don't eat animals. Yes. They're getting ready. To, they're getting ready. Yeah. To in, they're getting ready to put virus stuff in the animals. The gene therapy. Yes. I oh, think baby. it's an Epoch Times article. It makes you think okay. about being a homesteader, right? I mean, I makes me think as, about. It makes me think about if you could talk to the animals and they could talk to you. What would they be saying? Right. right. Well, as as your readers, I mean, as, as our listeners are going to hear tomorrow, I grew up on the prairie, and thankfully, I learned how to do a lot of things that have really come in handy. I learned how to, I've learned how to can and preserve my own food. Um, we had, while the boys were growing up, we had a big garden uh, where they would work in the summer sun. They thought I was the original Egyptian slave driver, you know, <laughs> but they would go out and weed and help grow our food. And we, we had skills like that, that in much of society, I think probably have been lost. So with the price of groceries as they are, did you have little chickens running around? I did not, but I think I should now, don't you? I don't eat eggs. So oh, y'all have at it. Y'all okay. have fun. Have all the fun <laughs> in the world. I love this. Joe Biden is going to turn America into a bunch of vegetarians. I love this. Well, yes, but you know what? I think people want to have that choice. I do, too. I don't complain about what anyone else eats. That's your business. I'm not one of those vegetarians. Whatever you choose to eat. That's your business, not mine. I just control Absolutely. what I eat. Absolutely. No, we did. We we burned through uh, groceries like crazy here during that two weeks while the boys were. And, you know, I always I like to ask him, what what do you want me to make while you're home? And so you're such for, a good mommy. Well, you know how you spell food if you're a male it's it's L-O-V-E. Actually. That's right. And love is spelled F-O-O-D. And I learned that. And. Uh, it's, it's given me great job security. I can tell you that now. <laughs> so you ask the boys what they want to eat, and they tell you they give you their menu, and you just you're the dutiful mom, and you just make it for them. I can tell you something about that because my mom used to do the same thing, and even when my brother and my sister started cooking for themselves, I refused because I'm like, why should I cook for myself when mom can make it for me? Right. And I loved my mother's <laughs> cooking. And, and I don't care who it is. There's nobody in the world that can cook like your mother. I don't care where that's, you go, who you go true. to. Your mother's cooking is what you remember. And that's the way. If you ever meet a woman that somehow or not comes on the magic formula that your mother had and it tastes like your mother's, when you talk about food is love, 
O-V-E, boom, mic drop. <laughs> well, one of our sons is a world traveler. He's on his third passport. He's been around the world, actually, around the globe. And I always know when he's getting homesick, when he starts talking about which of my meals he misses. Then I know that that guy is ready to come home and sit at my table and eat my food again. So it's a joy to do it. It really is. I'm happy that I can. And, you know, if they're happy, then then we're happy. And it's all good, even though it's more expensive right now. <laughs> Everything's good. Well, we're going to check with you, with you tomorrow, Rhonda. Love you. We'll talk okay. with you tomorrow about honesty. We want to hear what you have to say about honesty. I do and have the a truth. few things to say. Yes. Okay. We'll tomorrow. check in with you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Bye. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. Your calls are coming up. We've got some more news to go through, too. A lot happened today. 800-848-WABC. Coming right back. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. This is Phil Perry. This is insane. All you did was say hello. Speak my name. Feeling your love like a love I The song is Deja Vu. D.R. Warwick recorded it first. It is our Friday. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. on my message systems and on Twitter and Facebook about Rhonda's statement that food is love. Food equals love. And I got some questions about that. And you know what? I Let me tell you, to me, this is not just, it's not just a, a quaint expression. I really mean this. I think that, and, and I've, I've thought this for a while, that one of the reasons why you can find anybody and you ask them about cooking. They say that, you know, my mother's food, my mom, my mom is the best cook ever. Nobody will ever cook like my mom. And you know why I believe that is, and this may sound like some new age stuff to you guys. It may not because energy is a thing. It's real energy. And when you think about life and you go deep into the quote-unquote science or the spiritual, everything is energy in a, a form of energy. And so the energy that your mother puts 
into her cooking for the ones that that she has unconditional or your dad unconditional love for it's not just women's work anymore sadly um <laughs> that's what makes it so memorable to you to your consciousness because she's also transmitting her love inside of it her love for her family or his if it's your dad cooking sadly um I'm just kidding. So I I think this is a real thing. And I'm just interested to what some of you, you know, there's so much news on, but we do news all the time. So I hope you don't mind this little diversion from the news. Because I do think that there's something to this. And this is why love energy is the strongest energy in the universe. And you see that. You see it. I don't care what religion you study. I don't care. Some way it gets back to God equals love. And God is that. That's what defines God, right? Love. And that is a that is the thing that holds our entire lives together. Back to politics for a quick minute. Can't wait to get to your calls. House GOP tempts fall government shutdown with impossible spending demands. That's what's in Politico. So the translation of that is, here's those wascally Republicans again, and those wascals are going to make us have a government shutdown because they want impossible spending demand. It is, to the Washington mindset, it is impossible to spend less money than we spent before. Impossible. That's the word that they use. Notice it's never impossible when they print money out of thin air. To spend on whatever they want, whether it's the Michelle Obama trail in Georgia. See, I'm still getting reactions to this. Lisa says, love is my secret ingredient. Absolutely. And I so believe that. It is the love. It's the energy of love. Politics and food in the same conversation. And with these people. And Politico just prints this like it's a fact. House GOP tempts fall government shutdown with impossible spending demand. It is not impossible to cut spending. And they cite Delorio. She's saying that this is going to go right up to the end. Brinksmanship. Because those wascally Republicans, how dare them, want to actually enforce some spending limitations. There's another story about the gas ranges. Boy, this gas thing and this stove, this this thing. This is in the L.A. Times today. Will your gas range make you sick? Here's what the science says. And let me just cut to the chase. The science says they don't know. That's what the science really says. They don't know. Should you get rid of your gas stove? Emily Oster, economist, data specialist at Brown University. An economist is weighing in on this. Notice. If you have a gas stove, do you need to replace it tomorrow? No. Unless you have some significant respiratory issue. If you're buying a new stove and you're not particularly committed to cooking with fire, I'd say get an induction stove. I'd say it's none of your damn business what stoves Americans cook on. Leave yourself out of that conversation. 
It's called freedom to cook with the appliance you choose to cook with. Yikes. These people never stop. Okay, let's head to the phones very quickly. Dean in New Jersey, you're up first. How are you, Dean? Yeah. Hey, James, I'm wonderful. I think I figured out why the mainstream media is going after uh, their doll, uh, Joe Biden. It's not that they're doing something good. I just don't trust them, and I don't trust them. And I think what they're going to do is now that they both did the same thing, they're going to go after Joe Biden with everything they got. They take him out. They're going to sacrifice him so they could use the same tactics on 45th president. That's what I think they're going to do. And this way, they take them both out in one felt swoop. It's a horrible thing. I'm very sad to think that. I'm very sad that I even have to think it. But I think that's what's going to happen. I think you might be on to something. Because I wondered myself, and these guys, for a change, even Don Lemon got into the act with a random act of, act of journalism and actually started pressing. Well, wait a minute. Why are you guys, your tone sounds different now. I think he had on Schumer. Why are you not as upset with Joe as you were with Trump? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think and you may be on to something. Interesting. Thing too. They get a third thing, too, James. The third one is they get the first woman black president of the United States. And oh, then okay. You just went off. Primary. You just went off the rails. Kamala Harris couldn't win a race for dog catcher. Now, they might put her up. They would, if, if they're nuts, they'd put her up. But Kamala Harris couldn't win a race for dog catcher. No, they're going to take Biden out, and then she's automatically the president for about two months. That's it. Oh, okay. And then she's gone. I she's see. Win. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> she's nowhere near going to win, but she's there. And they can always say, yeah, got beat in the election. Because she's going to be primary to heck, you know, that's it. But I think, seriously, that's a possibility that they're going to do everything to Trump, and then they're going to say, well, Republicans, we're going to make sure that we uh, treat everybody the same. And then they're going to go after Trump and do the same. We shall see what happens. More of your calls. Thank you so much, Dean. More of your calls coming up after this break. It is our Friday rush hour. We're having a little fun this afternoon. Hope you join us, too. Wow. I can't believe so many people want to weigh in on this. See, I love this. Mandarava. It's true, and that's why when you have abused or messed up childhood, it causes eating disorders. See, people are just so... Yep. And the queen of kooks, who is also the queen of the kitchen, says her cooking says it does. Cooking says it all. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly with you here. Bill Collins takes us out. We're coming back. More of your calls coming up on our Friday Rush Hour. Don't go anywhere. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. 
That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Parts of Chicago, Philadelphia are more dangerous than wartime Iraq. More dangerous than Afghanistan. That's a new study. From the New York Sun today, interesting article. The mayor's races are underway this year. Of course, the off-year elections, and they're worried because crime is uh, making it all pretty bad. Come on, don't stop playing that. Thank you. The war on religion continues. I fell for you. A Catholic hospital in Maryland is being penalized for committing the apparent crime of denying a hysterectomy surgery to a so-called transgender man because such surgery would violate their religious rules. Now they are going to be penalized for not violating their religious beliefs. I mean, so you're Catholic, so what? Just skip that over in front of political correctness. The story, if you want to read that, is in BizPack Review today. You can also, by the way, check out a whole spate of stories like these on thedailybs.com. That's the website we've stood up to deliver news, thedailybs.com. And you can catch me on Twitter at Bo Snerdly, S-N-E-R-D-L-E-Y. All right, let's head back to the telephones. Time we have left. Let's go to Bobby in Upper Manhattan. Bobby, welcome. How are you? Hey. 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 Hello. Hey. Cool. So, so Chuck Jackson, any day now, I hope you would play that once in a while just as a bumper, okay? Any Day Now by Chuck Jackson. We'll see whether we can get it in the library. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. And and um, Jeff Beck was like oh. a very, Jeff Beck was like a so I mean he was like a, a, a really important person. I mean not only just a guitar player but his politics were and his and his cars. I mean if people could see what he loved about American cars, <laughs> they would know that this was a wonderful, wonderful person. Okay, Jeff Beck was an icon. We're going to be playing some music, either from Jeff Beck or things that he worked on. You know, Jeff Beck could have played with, for instance, he could have played with the Stones. He decided not to at the last minute. He could have played, Jeff Beck could have been a much more famous musician than he was. He's already an icon. But, I mean, his career could have exploded. But he chose to follow his own beat. 
And what more can you say about a person who has that kind of integrity? A world-class musician, and you can see by the outpouring of love for him how widely regarded he was. So, absolutely. Bobby, look, appreciate the call. I want to grab a few others before we get out of here. Rick in New Jersey, how are you this afternoon? You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Good, James. Thanks for taking my call. I want to say that the uh, one of the main roots of inflation is the global warming scam because Biden attacked our fuel. Everything went up from there. Amen. And it is about the energy, okay? And those energy costs are what initially drove. You remember, this was just days after Biden's inauguration when he closed down the Keystone XL pipeline. And from there... Energy costs have risen from that moment, and it is an unmitigated disaster what he's done in the sector of energy in this country. Thank you so much for the call. Sean in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome. You're on WABC. Go ahead. Love you, and I love uh, Dominic, too. Thank you. Let me tell you about a lie that was going on for decades. And this is for your Democrat voters in California, Massachusetts, across the nation. The Clintons got an office in Harlem, a right. fake office, a fake office. And how do I know this? Because my friend worked in the precinct in Harlem. And no one really knows about this because the Democrat liberals don't like the truth. But the truth is she never stepped foot in that office. And they actually had a sign made with their name. The Clintons put it on the door in Harlem so they can get the black vote. And they never stepped foot in that office. Ever. And it's disgusting what's, what happened, uh, the, 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 the continued lies that got Biden, which was another lie because he didn't, wasn't elected. Hundreds of thousands of fraudulent votes with Tom Jones on them were passed as ballots. And that's why they said, oh, he's, Biden won because of all. Okay. The Here's the thing. I can, okay, I don't want to get into that whole stolen election thing right now. But this story with the Clinton office in Harlem, folks, listen to what Sean just said, okay? I can't believe time's running out already. Let's see. Quickly, Ted from Huntington, you got 30 seconds to make this happen. Ted, go ahead. Get right to your point. Yeah, okay, okay. We're talking about energy. The day Joe Biden was inaugurated, the average price of gas in the U.S. was $2.39 a gallon. One week before in Russia, Russia invaded Ukraine. Excuse me, it was three fifty-three a gallon. All because of the reasons you were talking about. But they don't tell you that. The Democrats are talking about Russia, 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 Russia. So today when the inflation report came out, he stated gas is down $1.79 from its high. He's picking one number out of thin air from California. The real cause of the root of the oil inflation is his war on fossil fuels, which is what he pledged to do when he ran. And point blank, two thirty-nine a gallon the day he was elected, three fifty-three. One week before Russia invaded Ukraine, those numbers are from Triple A, and that's what I have to say. And that's the time we have. You did it well, Ted. Okay, folks, it is Friday. We're gonna get out of here, and make way for John Katz. Katz up next. We'll be back in the morning, 7 a.m. Hope you're here with us on WABC. Get that app. Stay with WABC all day, all night long. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. It's been a pleasure being here today. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Bye.